I hold the keys to a safe at work that holds a bunch of important documents. I keep it in like a top drawer of my desk that I can lock when I leave, but during the day it's unlocked. I also keep like Advil, spare pair of earrings, extra glasses, you know, like essential things. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, my male middle-aged boss needed to get into the safe and he said, hey Zoe, where's the key? And I said, oh, it's just in the top drawer on the left. It's in one of the little caddies. You can grab it. He opens the drawer, and then I don't hear him, like, reaching for anything. And I turn around, and I had forgotten that I had thrown some tampons in there. And the tampons were covering the key, and he, like, refused to touch them. They were completely unused, obviously, <laughs> unopened in plastic, and... While he has teenage sons, he still has a wife of over 20 years. I can't imagine this is the first time he's encountered a tampon. So that was a few weeks ago. And today, he needed to get in the safe. And he's like, hey, Zoe, is there like anything I need to be like on the lookout for? Or am I good? Uh, I hate that. <laughs> it's so cringy on so many levels. Because what can I say to that? I don't know. I truly don't. Like, what would you say, Shelby? Um, I'd be like, well, I don't know. You could look yourself. I don't know. Like yourself. <laughs> Human. Human. This is what bodies do. <laughs> Welcome to Surviving Not Thriving. I'm Shelby. I'm Zoe. And whoever said your 20s are the best years of your life was seriously, seriously disturbed. disturbed. Hello, everybody. Hello. Oh, I really hated how I just said that. I think we're going to keep it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, hi, everyone. It is Tuesday, February 25th at 8.22 p.m., slightly later than our usual record time. But it's fine. It is fine. We're here. We're drinking tea this week. We are because trying to be healthy. Coronavirus, Coronavirus. season. Coronavirus. And also, it's late, and if I start drinking this late, I'm just going to immediately fall asleep. Yeah, and also, just, like, trying to cut back. Yeah. But, eh. I'm actually considering doing a dry march. No, you're not. Actually, I am. Really? Like, legitimately, a dry march. But, like, you already ditched us this weekend. How could you do that I see I'm, for emo night in April? No, it was in March. I, I don't need alcohol to go out, though. That is true. I remember the several times that you would drive us downtown yeah. in college and just drive us back. Yeah, I still have just as much fun. Yeah. But everyone does dry Januaries. I had a bunch of social things to do in January um, that I just knew that I would be drinking at. And then same thing in February. I had a bunch of friends visiting. I mm -hmm. had some extra social stuff. So I... Our networking that, event. Yeah, our networking <laughs> event. Definitely can't do that sober. Um, yeah, well, we have one in March. Did you see that? I did. I registered. I need to do that. I just <laughs> haven't had a chance today. But yeah, I think for March, maybe not a completely dry March, but not drinking as much as I have because mm -hmm. I can kind of see myself not appreciating it mm -hmm. anymore and I'm just sort of doing it to do it. Right. And I'm someone that I like to know about the wine I'm drinking. I like to know about the beer, the tequila, gin. Mm -hmm. Negronis. Have qualities. <laughs> Negronis. Yeah, I saw that on the Luca menu tonight. Oh, it's so good. Like, it's Zoe. the best. <laughs> um, but I think I just sort of need like a, a reset button. Yeah. And I, I think, think March is a good time I think that for makes that. sense. Yeah it's, yeah. it's the time of spring. Rebirth. Yeah. Rebirth. 
the the only thing that could possibly be a deterrent for you is St. Patrick's Day, which for everyone listening is March 17th. I don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Why not? I don't like drinking in that big of a crowd. Um, we're not talking about drinking in a crowd. We're talking about Irish food, aka Cole Cannon, and other things that I eat. I've Irish. never done anything for. Oh my god! We have Day. to go to ABC because they have a really good, like Irish menu. Here's the thing: I can't be around that many drunk people sober because I have a zero tolerance for that. Yeah, but it's like leading up. It's fun. Mm, maybe. And we don't have to go drinking on the day of. Okay, as long as it's not on the day of. No, it's just, like, out and about. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You can just have a Guinness. I like Guinness. I do like Guinness. I'm not going to lie. I'll do a beer cheese with Guinness. (laughs) (laughs) And a piece of bread. You're so insane. I love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. You are ridiculous. But, yeah, like, looping back to the point that you completely ditched us this weekend. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to. So my best friend Nicole visited me in Lancaster this weekend. She drove out here from Pittsburgh, which if you're familiar with Pennsylvania, it's a freaking huge state. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, Deceivingly large. Deceivingly boring on the turnpike as well. But also dangerous. And also incredibly (laughs) dangerous, but she's fine. Uh, But she had to work in the morning. She was just working from home. The drive took forever. Mm -hmm. And that drive just takes it out of you. Wasn't it raining that day? Yeah, it wasn't. It was like... Icky. Icky. It wasn't a good day for a drive. And so we got here, got her all settled in, went out to dinner, and... The original plan was that you guys were going to pregame and head out around 9, 9.30. Okay, to our defense, we were only 30 minutes behind the latter um, deadline of that. We called the Uber at 10 p.m. Okay. And I was very drunk at that point. (laughs) (laughs) So we got back from dinner at like 8.30. We're like, okay, so like 9, 9.30. Shelby will call or text me around that time. Why don't we just like take a cat nap? So we just fell asleep on the couch. With our makeup and clothes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The classic move. The classic move. over 22. The classic move. <laughs> and we... Hi, Mr. Buzz. And uh, we were taking a nap, and Wandy woke us up, and I was like, oh, wow, I haven't heard from them. Let's just sleep for a little bit more. And then we slept for the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> and at 10 o'clock, I had the automatic do not disturb that goes on on my phone. Mm, oh. So, so that was ruined immediately. Yeah, yeah. so I never <laughs> got her call, never got any no. more texts. It's okay. When I didn't hear back from you originally, like, even in my drunken stupor, I was like, okay, they're probably tired. Yeah. <laughs> and what, it was no harsh it, feelings. It was not an affront whatsoever. We were literally just <laughs> so tired. I think that if you had met us, it would have been bad because, like, I was at a very different level. Yeah. Than We were so tired. Like, we had had one beer with dinner, and we were both like, woo! Okay. <laughs> you know, when you're tired, it hits you a little bit oh, different. yeah, for sure. But, yeah, we both had really long weeks, so we just went to sleep early. That's and fine. And woke up early. I did not wake up early. <laughs> Here's the thing. We woke up early, but we sat on my couch and watched Sons of Anarchy until, like, 1 o'clock in the oh afternoon. God. What season? Um, we got through most of season three and, like, part of season Damn. four. Okay, so they're in Ireland. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> But like, just erasing the fact that he tried to sleep with the sister, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they weren't totally aware of the relation. No, and it was distant. No, it wasn't. It was, it was half siblings. It was, <laughs> it was 
so She's Irish. Close. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. <laughs> that doesn't make it better at all. Yeah. So how was going out? You never. It was really me. fun. So we went to like our typical place, mm-hmm. Telus Three Sixty, or mm-hmm. Telus for anybody from Lancaster. <laughs> Does anyone ever say Telus Three Sixty? No. Okay. Literally no one. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Telus. They had shitty DJ as per usual. Um, so we lingered there for just a, just a wee bit, and then we went to Altana and got down with it. So Altana was actually fun? It was. There was a really, really? good DJ. Wasn't too packed. Okay. Um, so yeah. I feel like it ebbs and it flows with how fun it is it, at Altana. Yeah, I agree. But we were all in dancing moods, mm. and it worked out. Yeah. Nikki and I would have been party poopers, and we like, okay, bye. Yeah, you were like, I need a mellow bar now. Yeah. Like, you're going to go to the speakeasy above Annie Bailey. Yeah, we're just going to go to the cigar bar and hang out. Yeah, we would have picked you up on the way back. Because then we went to Max's, because I was still very drunk at (laughs) 1. I guess it was 12.30, because Max's closes at 1. But, ugh. That's so fun, But I woke up with just a headache, and not actually hungover. Like, I was very fully revived by um, 11. 11 11 yeah, it was a good, good day. Light. Vodka is just my kryptonite. It worked. It worked out really well for me. I just had exclusively vodka. Do you? So is that? Do you just do vodka sodas when you go out? No, 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 no. No, but do you have like a drink? That a vodka you, sour. A vodka sour. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. See, when I go out with the intention of getting Lenny McTitty, it's just vodka sodas. Interesting. I thought you were gonna say tequila shots. Because I have memories of you just getting those. Tequila shots are like for when I want to get lit, but I don't want to get like too lit. Mm-hmm. Vodka sodas, though, go down for me like water. Yeah, that's how I feel about vodka sours. And I always get weird looks from bartenders when I order them, but whatever. They're, you're paying them. Exactly. So, and it's not, and like, I like, it's it. not like you're ordering like a lemon drop shot every five minutes. Uh, I like that with Telus, they give you cherries with they your do. drink. That's cute. That is cute. <laughs> it's the little thing. It is the little thing. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we had so, lots of vodka sours. Well, I actually only had one because mm-hmm. I was so litty from the pregame. What did you pregame with? Um, Carrie had frozen t- clementine vodka, svedka. <laughs> frozen pink lemonade, which I did not have any of, and a spiced cranberry. Interesting. Everything was super sugary. But I had a shot of the orange, or the clementine. Mm-hmm. Two drinks with a spiced cranberry and lime okay. seltzer, which was very Ooh, good. That does sound it really was good, actually. Delightful. And then I did another shot with the cranberry. I, love I was to good to go. I love it. I'm also a lightweight for anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can down like a frightening amount of vodka sodas when I go out and still be fine. No. So then I only got the one drink out. It was a very cheap go. night for there me. Yeah, and then you went to Max's. Yeah, and then we split tots, so that was also very cheap. I love a tot. I was balling on a budget. Falling on a budget. Also, I'm just really excited to see how much money I save in March. Yeah, that'll be a good experiment. Because here's the thing. When I go out and drink, if I'm just, like, having a beer after work, I don't go for the $2 Miller Lite. I go for, like, the $6 IPA. Oh, God. I mean, I don't go for beer at any point in time. I just like beer. I get the cocktail (laughs) with that, like, extra bougie liquor. (laughs) Extra bougie liquor. I'd like that with Kettle One, please. Yes, thank you. Grey Goose. I love Grey Goose. Yes, Grey Goose and Hendrix and Tangeray. Oh, my God. Speaking of bougie, trying to order a Hendrix and Cucumber Quips. I'm looking at you. (laughs) I'm just saying, if the bar offers Hendrix... 
they should have cucumber at the bar. Clearly not everyone's as well-versed in Hendrix as you. It's not that hard. You guys have salads. You have to have cucumbers. They don't have that. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I feel like we've digressed for how long? A long time. Let's figure out how long because my phone locked. So it's like 10 minutes. Okay. So I guess we'll also, we'll get started here. It'll be fine. Do you want to introduce the topic because it's yours? Yes. So this is a topic near and dear to my heart because it's something that I've had to grapple with over the past few years and that is... FOMO. Ooh, Ooh, spooky. spooky. <laughs> Are we the worst? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. aka FOMO, because we love an acronym. Yes, we do. Um, it's actually classified as a form of social anxiety. Interesting. Uh, which I found fascinating. And it was added to the Oxford Dictionary in 2013. Oh, you're so nervous for finding this. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's a term that was um, mostly established as like a social anxiety, casual, colloquial term for millennial and Gen Z. Mm -hmm. And a big part of that is social media because we're really the first two generations. I mean, Gen X sort of ish um but not nearly like to the same immersion like from when we were children to adulthood um have so much social media integrated into our lives so we have any given day i mean on my phone i have facebook snapchat twitter instagram which is a huge one um spotify even like vs visco yeah vsco tiktok tiktok R.A.P. Vine. Uh, I love yeah, Vine. I didn't, but... YouTube, everything like yeah, that. Yeah, everything. And we're surrounded by things that are, like, hyper-perfect images, whether that's through influencers or just traditional marketing. So we sort of fall into this trap where if we're not doing something that's worth Instagramming, are we doing something that's worthy? So it creates that sense of, am I missing out on something? Should I be doing something else? Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of loops back to what we were talking about um, in our job episode mm-hmm. when we were talking about how like, yeah, we have boring nine to fives and we're not always like the most glamorous jobs, but that's okay. Cause you can't be that level of perfection all the time. No. Um, you know what I think is so interesting yeah. though, that this is technically a social anxiety mm-hmm. for me. The connotation of a social anxiety is you do not go out. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to go hang out with people, you feel threatened by a situation, like, mm-hmm. you retreat back. Mm-hmm. And to me, this would actually kind of be the opposite, because mm-hmm. it can, like, make you feel the need to push out of that boundary. Mm-hmm. So, But it still sort of almost, like, forces you back, because I think it's more instilled, like, whenever you see something that you can't be a part of for mm-hmm. another reason. Yeah. So it's like, what am I missing out on because I'm doing this instead, or because I can't do this mm-hmm. thing? Like, yeah. when you're sick, like, people I've seen so many times and my friends are like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'll, I can go out. Yeah. It's like, like but they can't no, breathe. It's can't. like, no, you can't. It's like, but what if I miss something? I'm like, you'll be fine. But, like, you can't miss it. <laughs> but you can't miss it. It's fine. Um, and some people think that FOMO st- stems from a sense of unhappiness in your own life. Mm-hmm. So you project your own feelings of inadequacy onto the experiences of others. Mm -hmm. So if you see someone who's going out every single night, who's going drinking all the time, 
and maybe you feel insecure that you haven't gone out in a month or you don't really have like a core group of friends Mm -hmm. like it sort of feeds into that like cycle of inadequacy it's like oh well what am I doing wrong that I can't have Mm -hmm. this and like why don't I have this and how do I get this I don't know how to get this and it just creates a big cyclical awful yeah spiral (laughs) um so yeah and also like the uh, professionals also think that like the curated perfection of social media contributes to FOMO. The downfall of us all. The downfall of us all is a good Instagram filter. Yeah, it <laughs> I is. love it. And I think it just it stems so much into like people needing to be more transparent that like this isn't my real life all yeah. the time. Uh, no. Um, that nothing you see on the internet is real. No. <laughs> it's no. just like celebrities. Do you follow any influencers or anything who like kind of break that fourth wall of perfection? Um, no, but I do follow inst- influencers who try to not break that fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And I've just gotten like to the who? point where... Um, do you follow Courtney Shields? No. Okay. I like her, uh-huh. but she, she tries to be relatable, but she's mm-hmm. just... Too pretty to be relatable. <laughs> um, Holly Woodward. Woodard. I can't remember what her last name is. But she also does that thing. Like, mm-hmm. these girls are filter fiends. Mm. And they all have these, like, perfect families. Oh, my gosh. Do you follow Barefoot Blonde? Who was no. that girl? Oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking on her name? Amber Fillerup. No. She's these all are... sound like southern women. Eh. but yeah i mean i was really into following the influencers for a while because they had cute clothes and Mm -hmm. they were making money and Mm -hmm. it was very inspiring but i've gotten to the point where it's like i actually really don't care about what you're doing yeah and i know you're just trying to influence me and i i don't want it and i think that there's like different kinds of fomo too there's like the fomo of like experience but also Mm -hmm. like fomo of materialism yes for sure like whenever i think of it when you see like uh smaller influencers that all magically promote the same product all the time mm-hmm. uh like subs- <laughs> this is so stupid but the subscription service for the billy razor oh god like i see so many people and it's it's a freaking razor yeah like there's not so that many about differences it. about it but so many people i follow and so many of my friends use it and like post about it and it's like this little cult and wait you have friends that post about it yeah like some of our friends are like oh my god my billy razor like not sponsored of course but like they bought it and they're like oh my god look at this razor i'm like uh, it's a razor chick. but also should i be trying this am yeah. i missing out on it yeah is there something that i just mm-hmm. am not seeing that yeah. is definitely going to benefit me yeah so it's it's that kind of fear as well um I, do you follow the bird's papaya i don't she is a Canadian, like, podcaster. Um, she lost over 100 pounds <gasps> in a year. Oh, my God. That's almost in a, unhealthy. In, no, in an incredibly unhealthy way. She okay. was eating less than 1,000 calories a day, was working out like a maniac, and has since gained back, like, 20 or 30 pounds. Is she spiraling? No, 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 no. Okay. She's incredibly healthy. She still works out, but okay, she... Good has had three children so like she has stretch marks Mm -hmm. and she talks about like this is totally normal like people should be talking about this and then talks about like the downside of like extreme weight loss because she has like the saggy skin Mm -hmm. and everything but she really just works to like normalize it Mm -hmm. but she's also incredibly pretty yeah and like she was beautiful when she weighed more 
when she made less and now and she talks about being really transparent that she knows that she wouldn't have this platform if she wasn't quote unquote conventionally attractive so she feels like it's part of like she's been given this platform she's been given this voice to normalize this like she's been on the cover of uh, like Women's Health in Canada, um, wow. Nixwear, the period underwear company. Uh-huh. She works with them a lot. Mm-hmm. And she's just someone who like sort of breaks down that wall of perfection all the time. I like and that. And it's super, super refreshing. What's her handle? The Bird's Papaya. The Bird's Papaya. Yeah, all lowercase, no spaces. Okay, I'll yeah. check it out. It's pretty fun. And she wears like pretty colors and like love sparkly it. You things. know I love a color. I love a color. So, I also looked up some recommended professional advice about dealing with FOMO. Okay. Um, the three biggest ones are the three ones that, the, that I saw across multiple platforms. First one was gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it's listing what you're thankful for that immediately surrounds you and what you can get excited about that's already in your possession mm-hmm. or in your repertoire. I'm sorry, my cat just like, <laughs> he's jumping everywhere as if he owns the place. Well, he does. He's what I'm thankful for. I'm very thankful for Mr. Buzz. I would say, yeah, do you want to go through and say some things that we're yeah, thankful um, for? Right now, immediately, I am thankful for my cat, Mr. Buzz. Yes. I am thankful for my cool apartment. Yes. That I can afford to live in. And I am thankful that I have a lot of uh, people to support me at work. Good. Which I think I don't shout out enough or admit enough. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, yeah, I love the supporting at work thing because I really do feel that Mm -hmm. everybody is a mentor and everybody can be mentored, which I really, really appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm thankful for my parents for letting me live with them so I can save money. Jeffrey and Adele. Yeah, snaps to them. I'm thankful for my friends and how I feel instantly acclimated to my life here in Lancaster. And glad to have you back. Glad to be here. <laughs> um, and I'm th- I'm thankful that I have a lot to look forward to in yeah. my personal, professional, whatever it may be, future. You got things going for you. We both do. We do. Um, the second one was redirection. Mm-hmm. So sort of determining where those feelings of inadequacy are coming from. And then figuring out how to deal with them before seeking outside validation. So I think the, those two, the gratitude and redirection, sort of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So if you can figure out where that insecurity is coming from, you can sort of say, like, okay, here are the tools and resources that I have in front of me, rather than going into a downward spiral about FOMO. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is turning off the notifications on your phone. Because something like we're so connected with everyone Mm -hmm. you can go into every single app and customize what notifications you do and do not get um so like when i'm at work i don't usually have snapchat notifications on so i don't feel that like instant reply i'm like oh someone snapchatted me i have to snapchat Mm -hmm. them back um, or you could just be like me and, and never actually respond. Just never actually and respond. And answer or open it like a day later. Exactly. <laughs> or never watch anyone's Instagram story. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. It's fine. <laughs> um, or like I have the do not disturb on my phone every night starting at 10 o'clock because it helps me sleep a little bit more and it helps me like really put down the phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my turn off notifications. So... Uh, dealing with FOMO, gratitude, what are you thankful for, what do you have around you, uh, redirection, and turning off your notifications. All excellent ideas. Do you have any personal ones that you use for getting rid of FOMO or deterring from FOMO? Any personal strategies? Yeah. Well, 
I feel like my relationship with FOMO has metamorphosized okay over the past year actually okay um I never felt it in high school but I think that makes sense because we didn't really have Instagram in high school mm-hmm. I didn't get one until after I graduated so I'm very thankful yeah, I got for, one in 2012 for my timing too. um and then in college I felt it really badly with people going out drinking mm-hmm. and it wasn't that I didn't want to, like, I wasn't morally opposed to drinking. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, kind of afraid of going to frats and oh, stuff. <laughs> I mean, fair. Just... Fair. You know, like, especially in the early days of college when you don't have a tight-knit yeah. group of friends mm-hmm. or you don't feel comfortable going with people you barely know. Right. So I would often go mm-hmm. and not enjoy myself or, like, I could have been doing other things that would have been way better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that regard, I did feel FOMO, but that got less and less and less as I progressed through college. And then, um, didn't really feel it in grad school because I was going out a lot and was fine with my life. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have that many responsibilities. And then once I hit Charlotte, I felt it all the time because I didn't have the time to go do things. I didn't have the energy to go do things. I would see people... Even if you're just driving around, everybody is out drinking. That mm-hmm. is the thing to do in Charlotte. And I was getting flashbacks back to, like, freshman and sophomore year. I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Um, and, yeah, it just, that was a really tough... Charlotte overall was really hard for me, but um, the FOMO was overwhelming. Okay. Um, and then getting here, I don't really feel it that much anymore. But I have also really cut back on my social media within the past two months mm-hmm. because of something really embarrassing. <laughs> you have something really embarrassing? So I may or may not be obsessed with the Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery game. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to be your friend because I love Harry Potter, but yeah okay how did you start that so when it came out a year or so ago I started playing it at work just to like not have to work (laughs) and I don't know why I picked it up probably in January or February Mm -hmm. no it is February this was this was in January maybe even over Christmas I picked it up was like oh my god I haven't clicked in this app for a while and I'm hooked I play it like multiple times a day (laughs) I haven't got on Instagram I barely even watch the bachelor highlights on Mondays anymore. Oh my god. That's a big step for me. Wow. So that has really taken a lot of negativity <laughs> out of my life. <laughs> I just focus on being a fourth year in Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> I might. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you should go play Hogwarts Mystery, but... Finding something that's on your phone that isn't necessarily social media, I think, would really help. Like, mm-hmm. you could download the Kindle app and read mm-hmm. books on your phone if you feel like you have to have your phone on you, um, which I totally get. Because if, mm-hmm. if I'm not near my parents, like, I have to have my phone on me. Really? <laughs> they text. Okay. Yeah. I'm, like, very... We have a constant stream of communication. I mean, like, my mom and I call each other a few times a day. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think just finding other things to do on your phone mm-hmm. besides social media yeah. is helpful for FOMO. Yeah. If you're struggling with it. Yeah, I like that. What about you? I feel like this is your topic and you said that you've struggled with this a lot. So So I struggled with FOMO a lot in 
high school because I was constantly doing everything. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I'm not doing musical, but if I leave musical practice early, I can go home and practice volleyball before I dive into my college class homework. And then I could do this and this and this. Like, I had to do everything. Were you doing something every day, all day? Every day, Scheduled all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I was never not doing anything. So when I got to college, I sort of had all this unstructured free time. And then I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with myself? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is <laughs> the this? The biggest adjustment. Yeah. So I sort of fell into this whole, like, okay, well, then I'll just go out with mm-hmm. all my friends. And then I realized, like, okay, can't do that because that's not healthy to be no. partying and drinking and not sleeping well, mm-hmm. which affects everything else. Um, so then I almost like went to the other extreme where I became a huge homebody. Interesting. And like in your dorm, you mean? Yeah. So I made it a point that my dorm was like a safe space, safe space. I don't like that term. Sanctuary. Yes. It was a sanctuary. I had like fun pillows. I didn't do homework in my bed Mm -hmm. ever. I didn't read in my bed unless it was for fun. I never did any classwork. It w- that was my space to go to unwind, to be at peace with myself. <laughs> at peace with peace. Ha, 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 ha. Put a dollar in the jar. <laughs> um, I'm just going to carry around a metaphorical jar. It's going to be like the douchebag jar and new girl. It's like anytime someone makes a pun of my last name, you have to put a dollar in the jar. <laughs> um, so I, I am still a huge homebody. Like... Mm-hmm. I like having comfy pillows and I like having a cozy space to come and unwind. But, um, yeah, so I stopped going out as much. So going out became like a treat. Yeah. So when so I, so then you would go, look forward to yeah, it instead would, of the expectation. Except for this weekend when I completely fell asleep. Even though I wanted to go out. I'm I know sorry. you did. It was fine. It's you don't have to apologize. I'm sorry, girls. Um, but now when I do go out, it's a lot of fun and it, that sort of helped me redirect my FOBO because I, st- I still have a lot of friends who go out a lot mm-hmm. and I'm just like I don't want to be desensitized to that again like I want to have fun every time I go out right and I don't want to feel like getting into that habit of going out all the time like okay I have to go out I have to go out I have to mm-hmm. go out which is sort of what starts the FOMO spiral for me is mm-hmm. like feeling like I have to do something um as far as like social media I unfollowed so many accounts in the past, like, two and a half years. That's so interesting. How many accounts and were you following? I, okay, so right now I follow, like, just over 600 people mm-hmm. on Instagram, or accounts on Instagram. I used to follow almost 1,000. Wow. 40% cut? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of it was people I went to high school with that I just don't care about, <laughs> and I don't care to have them see my life anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not healthy. It's not productive. Yeah. A lot of it, I unfollowed brands mm-hmm. unless I consistently buy from them or I support Good. what they do. Um, I unfollowed, like, the mega influencers in the in the beauty industry. Uh, like Jaclyn Hill. I haven't followed her in years. Well, I know. But she's always bothered. I guess that she's, like, kind of on the outs now from her makeup. She released makeup? Catastrophe. Oh, she did. She, she did. released, like, moldy lipsticks or yeah, something. Yeah, like, higher hairs and shit in it. Ugh. Uh, but, like, I don't follow her. I don't follow Jeffree Star. Like, oh, any of, like, no. the super dramatic ones. The ones who look like, it's like, oh, like, if you would touch their face, <laughs> like, they would just, like, 
almost like your finger would go into their face because I have so much makeup on. <laughs> Anyone like that, I unfollowed. Anybody with a huge following on YouTube. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there are some YouTubers that I still follow, but they promote, like, being comfortable in your own skin, mm. like, lifestyle. A lot of them do, like, a lot of declutters and, like, living with what you have, shopping your own stash, that kind of stuff. So I support that. Um because the influencer marketing is very, very compelling. It is. It's so compelling. It's the because best business model. It's beautiful. Like, they take pretty products. They put them with pretty people. Who are semi-relatable. Yeah, they're semi-relatable because they're only 25. And, like... They're not famous. They're so not much. famous. No, we're just on Instagram. We're just girls with iPhones. Like, it's totally fine. <laughs> It's like, we're not making $80,000 yeah. from this one post. It's just pillage everyone. <laughs> just pillage everyone. Um, so, yeah. Not following big influencers. Only following accounts that, like, I genuinely engage with. Mm-hmm. And following accounts that, like, foster what I like to do. So, I follow book clubs. Yeah. I follow, like, cooking. Cooking. Uh, so many cooking ones. Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Basically. Bon Appetit. Test, test Kitchen is... Uh, I love... Them so much, I do too. So much, it's unhealthy. Molly Baz. Oh, she's the best. I love Molly Baz. Um, what else? Yeah, so I think that's like sort of. I think we covered a lot of FOMO. Yeah. In this, I just that feeling. Uh, it's so. Ugh, I I hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it honestly like wrecks me when I feel it. You just feel so insecure and yeah. so, um, not demoralized, but diminished. Yeah. It's like, am I less of a person because I'm not doing this? Yeah. And I think it's funny because our parents definitely didn't have to deal with that. Oh, no. You just didn't know what was no, happening. No, you just you didn't know what was happening. Blissfully unaware. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. It is. My friends that aren't on social media, for one thing, I'm like, are you a serial killer yeah, now? who are you? <laughs> but also, I'm so jealous because then they don't have that constant... Like, oh, I have to look as good as my Instagram photo. Oh, I have to portray this certain image on Facebook. Yeah. And they're just, like, able to live their life and enjoy and be in the moment. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm super guilty of it. Like, I'll look at my phone too much. and Oh, so, oh my gosh. What's your screen time for the week? I don't check it anymore. <laughs> because then I start obsessing over that. Mm-hmm. I went through a week trial period in Charlotte where I completely logged out of social media do you remember me messaging and be like yeah don't send me stuff don't send me anything on social media <laughs> i do remember that and i honestly weirdly didn't feel much different because i was still like wondering what people were doing yeah and i was still on my phone just as much because i was doing kindle on it yeah. reading my kindle i wasn't playing harry potter back then but <laughs> i could have been i could have been but i could have been but i think it that says a lot that even when before we launch into the next segment, I just wanted to take a second and say that I'm so happy with the progress of this podcast. Um, I know that you didn't want to do this originally, Zoe, but I think it's been so good for us and I've been having such a good experience. I have been having a lot of fun. It's been so much fun. This is our fifth episode, so we've officially been doing this for over a month. And yeah, it's just insane. I already feel myself just being able to better communicate with you and botching this of course (laughs) (laughs) um my communication skills i think have greatly increased and um we've been getting such positive feedback from our friends about it so this is our invitation for you guys to please engage with us tell us what you want us to talk about Mm -hmm. 
message us on social media tell us in person give us topics that you want to hear about give us topics that you want to be featured on yeah because we are an all-inclusive podcast all-inclusive podcast hey hey so please continue to support us and we want to just yeah open the door for you guys to to have fun with us yeah leave us a comment dm us Mm -hmm. text us Tell us topics that you want us to explore. Mm-hmm. If you want to come sit with us and talk about it, mm-hmm. please come yeah. do it. Like, we want to hear your voices, too. We don't think that much of ourselves that no. we think we're the only ones who can talk. No. I mean, we can talk. We can talk a lot. <laughs> but, like, we want to hear our friends talk, we too. We do. So, yep. That's that's it. That's an open call. Open call. We're going to talk about this every week. We want to hear from you guys, mm-hmm. too. Okay. So, yeah. Thanks, shall we? Sure. Okay. Okay, it's time for our weekly segment of Surviving versus Thriving. Woo! So, uh, these are our weekly highs and lows. Mm-hmm. So, the moments that we survived are sort of the low points, and the moments where we thrived are the high points. So, Miss Shelby J, let's get us started. Okay. So... I would say my definite definite survive moment of this week was yesterday. We had to work from 8.30 to 7. On a Monday. On a Monday, and it was just, like, a long day. Yeah. And then after that, I went to my workout class, and then The Bachelor. So my day ended... Um, dramatically? Dramatically, and <laughs> at 10.30. So I was the tired. Is this actually the most dramatic season ever? Chris Harrison. Mm, it is pretty dramatic, okay. actually. I can get behind that. Uh, Pete, Pilot Pete, sucks. He's so. not even that cute. No, he is a. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. Okay. So then, my thriving this week was. So I try to go out to dinner with my parents once a week mm-hmm. to a nice meal because, uh-huh. one, I enjoy spending time with them. Two, it's always a good meal. Yeah. Um, so we went to a local restaurant called John J. Jeffries this week. Fun. And I had been like maybe five years ago mm-hmm. and my parents had never been. So we went and it was delightful. It's the really good. food was awesome. I got amberjack, which is one of my favorite fish. Ooh. And it came with forbidden rice. Yum. And mushrooms and Brussels and I love that. the woman next to us was like a freak of nature who sent back a mojito three times and was like, I'll have a Riesling. (laughs) Was she like a freak of nature because she was so picky? She was just such a bitch. Oh my God, I hate that. So it was like very good in-house entertainment. Love that. Yeah. Love that journey. We were, our waiter loved us in comparison because we're normal. And tip well. We tip well and we're polite. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a really nice Saturday night. Oh, fun. (laughs) Thriving. Thriving with the parents. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, and on to you, Zoe. So, my survive is an ongoing thing. So, you know, for the past two weeks, I've been so busy. Yes. I've had multiple people come to stay with me. Mm-hmm. I had Kelsey and Capri, and then I had Nicole come stay with Yay. me. Um, but I've also had book club and networking events and work things and dinner plans. And I haven't really had time to sit down and recoup. And I think I'm starting to lose my voice. Oh, and I no. keep coughing. So that's going to be my survive. Mm-hmm. Because wellness update. 
unwell. I am unwell. <laughs> I am unwell. Um, but my Thrive, Nicole and I got to reconnect. Aww. We've been best friends since seventh grade. Got to reminisce a lot and just catch up and watch Sons of Anarchy and drink. The best show. I love that you guys watched that this weekend. Oh my god, it's so good. We watch it all the time. What's it on now? Because it's not on Netflix anymore. Okay, good. I have that as well. Love some Hulu. Love some Jax Teller. And also, another thing, um, I bought a Nutribullet again. Yay! RIP to my Nutribullet from college. Mm. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Gone but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. I was huge into smoothies in college. I just think it's such a, it's such a good way to start your day. I like the like bolts of cold that you get too. It sort of just wakes <laughs> up your system. Um, so I've been back on my smoothie game. Hey, hey. I got little mason jars so I could be like That's extra so dumb and millennial. And today I found out that my mason jars fit inside a beer koozie because the mason jars are cold. Love it. <laughs> and I like the cold jolt, but I don't like my hand freezing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is so extra of you. <laughs> I was also Thriving. drinking. I was also drinking out of my metal straw, and I felt like a walking oh visco my girl. God, who are you? Oh my God, save the turtles! What's that little? I'm too old for that. But we had a lot of submissions for surviving versus thriving from our listeners. From our listeners, so, so exciting, super exciting. So again. DM us, you're surviving versus thriving. They don't have to be together. If you have a moment where you're thriving, let us know. If you have a moment that you're surviving or barely surviving, let us know. And just as a baseline, we're going to keep everything anonymous Mm -hmm. unless specifically told by the sender. Yeah, and none of these senders said anything, so we're just going to keep it. Keep it all anonymous. But I might also slip up and say someone's name because it's me. But it's you, so... (laughs) I'm going to try. I'm no names. Try. No names. No names. Okay. So our first submission is from a friend who is struggling to get through a three-day work week before going on vacation for five days. Ooh, that's always hard. It is. That's a, that's, that's a barely survive. And next it's going to be even worse. Yep. So more power to you, friend. We got you. Okay. We have another. This is a um, actually a Thrive. So we have a friend that started a website. Ooh. Yes. And it is going to be about books and her book reviews of them. I, I love that's that. so awesome. I love that. We love our friends being creative. So creative and doing things that they love. So hopefully next week we can have permission to release that name of the website too. Yeah, we can plug their website. <laughs> yeah, we'll plug that. Um, another Thrive is that this person has three jobs and none of them have scheduled her on leap day. So day off for the first time in Yeah, forever. that's amazing. <laughs> So that's really good. Okay, let's see. An extra day to thrive. Yes. We have a survive mm-hmm. from a friend who got screamed at. They're all friends. See, everyone, <laughs> okay, I should just say everyone that we're reading is a friend. But this person got screamed at by a bitter middle-aged woman, that was a quote, for being young and interviewing her. <laughs> so... Fun. That seems like this person didn't research the company because the company that the, our friend works at is very young. Listen, we just ran into some technical difficulties. We did. It's fine. So the last one we had, the interviewee, yes. did not research this very young company with no. a lot of young employees and should not have yelled at her friend because she's a bitter middle-aged woman. But also, like, you should never yell at anybody in an interview. You should never yell at anyone in an interview. I hope they blacklisted her 
resume. Um, I think so. Good. And I think <laughs> insider information, the woman emailed our friend and was like, I'm very deeply disturbed by this interview. Please do not contact me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Love a follow-up. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. That is truly a survive. Mm-hmm. Um, that same person just signed a lease on an apartment downtown hey. in her budget. And yeah, so that's going to be a really nice new beginning for that's her. It's going to be a thrive. That is a thrive. Okay, so I've lost my place, of course, being um, <laughs> in the middle of a technical difficulty. Yeah, lots of technical difficulties, but you know what? We're surviving it. We are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we have another survive who is going on a destination wedding and just found out today, and the wedding is in approximately, approximately one month, just found out that her boyfriend cannot go to the wedding because of work stuff, um, and they have a non-refundable flight. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Damn. But to offset that, uh, she had a Fosnot today. Happy Fosnot day to Happy Fosnot day. Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Fat one. Tuesday. I had a Fosnot day. I did not. If I'm going to have a donut, it needs to be like drenched in chocolate icing and tons of sprinkles. Vilers? Mm, of course. Um, no, I had an actual Fosnot today. It was heavenly. Delicious. Um, but back to that person. So she got a donut and had an amazing dinner massage over the Aww. weekend. Yeah. Good. That's a good, that's a good thrive to balance out the survive. Yes. Okay. Oh, we have another thrive. We have so many. Um, so somebody got bored at work and signed up for rewards programs. I do not have a speech impediment. I just cannot say my my arms. Thank God we didn't drink. (laughs) Okay. So she signed up for a rewards program. And has um, free appetizers at many chain restaurants. I love that. I love a free app. Yeah, apps for the table. Um, I think that's everything that we've received. Nice. So yeah, if so, your week stacks up to these fine ladies, yeah, and gentlemen, and gentlemen, please submit. Tell us your thrive. Tell us your survive, and we'll sit here and laugh about it. DM us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Surviving Not Thriving Pod. Mm-hmm. Text, Text us. us. Literally everyone, pretty much everyone listening, I think there's like two accounts on Instagram that don't have our numbers. Yeah. So text us. Comment on a photo. Yeah. Let us know. It'll be great. Okay. Well, thanks again for tuning in. It's always a blast. Um, Don't let FOMO take you over. Just be grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. Know that you're enough and that you're not defined by not what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling FOMO, reach out to someone because I guarantee you that they're feeling FOMO too. Yeah. Might not be about the same thing, but it's something that affects 99% of people, I'm pretty sure. We've all been there. So. We've all been there. So. Or you could listen to our podcast. And or you have can listen our to voices. our podcast. Just fill up the dead you air. You can hear <laughs> our dulcet tones just calming you down yes. into a sleep. What if we did? What if we did an ASMR episode? Oh my god. Would that be too weird? I think so, maybe. That would be really weird. I don't think they can hear you whispering. That's the you have, you have to get really close to the microphone. Okay, I'm gonna go. Shelby's now. not getting close enough to the microphone, but we love all you guys and it's getting really weird. <laughs> so we're
Thanks for tuning in to Surviving Not Thriving. I'm Zoe. And I'm Shelby. And we'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Surviving Not Thriving Pod. And don't forget to share us on your stories. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.